Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Hello and welcome to the Profit with Law podcast. I'm your host, Moshe Amsel. And today, this is a bonus episode with an excerpt from our Law Firm Growth Summit. Our summit is coming up. Our 2022 event is coming up December 5th to the 7th. And we want you there. Um, The Law Firm Growth Summit, if you're not familiar with it, is an event that is absolutely free to attend. It's run virtually. We do a really good job with virtual events. It's not your typical Zoom webinar. It is a a conference platform where you can come and meet other attorneys um, and uh, uh, other people who are on the same at the same level as you and collaborate with them. We give you an an opportunity to network. We give you an opportunity to connect with them. Uh, We also bring in some amazing vendors uh, and we have a vendor booth area where you can get um, access to questions that you might have for them on what their product has to offer, um, special deals that they might offer that um, is not available anywhere else. And uh, you're getting that exclusively at the Law Firm Growth Summit. Now, the real meat and potatoes of the event is the topics, the sessions. And what we did this year is we we broke up the, the tracking of those sessions into your specific uh, law firm size. So we have the startup category, which is zero to 250K in revenue. We have the expansion category, 250K to, to 2 million. And we have the legacy creator category, which is 2 million and above. And those are just guidelines, but we really tried to gear the topics to our variation of audience. We want everybody in, you know, to to be able to attend and get get value. So we don't want you to feel like, oh, this is this is beneath me or this is too too um, too advanced for me. We want you to have the right information for you. Now we have over thirty leaders and experts and influencers in the, in the industry that are going to be gracing our stage. Uh, so you want to make sure that you don't miss it. You want to go to lawfirmgrowsummit.com forward slash podcast lawfirmgrowthsummit.com forward slash podcast and join us at the 2022 Law Firm Growth Summit. There's other exciting things going on. We're going to have some game shows, some prizes, um, and uh, other opportunities for you to to really enjoy the event um, and get the most out of it possible. On top of that, we have two amazing keynote sessions. We have Mike Michalowicz, renowned book author, of Profit First and Clockwork and Pumpkin Plan and Fix This Next and Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. Um, he he actually spoke last year at the 2021 event on Profit First. This year, he is not talking on Profit First, uh, but everybody loved his talk so much that I had to have him come back. And he's going to be doing a talk on uh, creating uh, a, a business that can run without you uh, based on the content of his book, Clockwork. It's going to be a great talk. You want to make sure that you be that you're there. And then we have Jennifer Jennifer Core Guthbert. Um, and Jennifer is a rock star law firm owner out of Atlanta. She's the uh, owns the Atlanta personal injury firm, and she is one of only ten women owned business to make the Inc. Five Thousand list this year, which is huge. Um, rapidly growing firm, and she's going to be talking about how to stake your claim. 
right? Like what, like take, take what's yours, uh, you know, own the right to be successful um, and how to do it while balancing uh, your personal life in the process. She's a mom, she's got young kids. Um, how does she do it all uh, with, you know, with all of that other stuff going on without sacrificing those pieces? And um, I'm excited to have her uh, joining us as a keynote speaker as well. So some really amazing stuff going on at the Law Firm Growth Summit. Remember, registration's absolutely free. All you got to do is go to lawfirmgrowthsummit.com forward slash podcast and um, and and register and sign up. So uh, the link to that is in, in the, the description of this episode. You don't have to go far. Just go in your podcast player, click that link and go in and put in your information and make sure that you register for the event so you can join us at the 2022 Law Firm Growth Summit. You know, technical has to do with just making sure that you have a good website, um, you, that your coding is correct, your meta descriptions and title tags, and all that behind the scenes stuff is there. That's basic fundamentals and foundation of making sure that you're ready to start with SEO. From there, content strategy is extremely important to make sure that you're becoming an authority, that you are the person that has the answer for the searcher and that you're not only an authority, but you're the best authority out there, right? You're the one that Google wants its searcher to find. Um, Making sure that you are providing content that isn't just sell, sell, sell. It isn't saying, hey, call me for a free evaluation, but it's actually giving information about your practice area and maybe even more outside of what you do as a lawyer, who you are as a human, right? Building that brand. Um, Once Google is able to understand what you do and what information you can provide through your content, the next step is link building. So if you and your competitor both have a very similar answer for a searcher and you could both be a good answer, Google has to ask itself, well, who should I rank number two or number three? Or who should I rank number four or number five? And the way that Google determines that small differential is through a tiebreaker, that next factor link building, which is most simply explained as, well, how many other websites out there are willing to raise their hand and say, yeah, I trust that guy or that girl. I like their brand and I trust their content. And I'm going to show you that I trust their content by linking from my website to theirs. So back in the day, it used to be a simple, you know, numbers count. If you had 10 different websites endorsing you, your competitor had six websites endorsing them, you would be ranked number two or number four in that scenario. Um, But as with all things and people taking advantage of, of items for SEO, people started buying links overseas and they wanted to bump up that number. And through algorithmic updates, Google said, well, joke's on you, I'm teaching my how to spot what a good link is and what a bad link is. So through the years, Google has also become more sophisticated in figuring out what's a good endorsement and what's a bad endorsement. Um, But after you have those three, or even during you're working on those three fundamentals, local SEO is kind of its own whole new bag of tricks. Um, And it's also focusing on a different part of the search result page local search is very specific to optimizing to put yourself in the local three pack, which we're going to show you what that looks like. We're going to talk about what you do to optimize to find yourself there. How can you make yourself stand out as the authority in your local area? Now, a lot of of local SEO does depend on these other fundamentals, such as making sure that your schema and your coding is 
is correctly optimized and that when you put your address on the footer of your website, you're also putting in the kind of coding that Google asks you to put there to say, hey Google, this is my address. This is a map that shows where I am. So that when the Google bot is looking on the back end of your website, you can see this is where you're located. Um, with content, making sure that you're not only optimizing for keywords, like your money areas such as car accident or DUI or divorce, but making sure that you're also using the city names that you're looking to gain clients in within your content. So making sure that you're optimizing for DC criminal lawyer or, you know, a city in Virginia, so Fairfax um, criminal lawyer just making sure that Google is able to understand that you not only take care of these practice areas, but you do them specifically in these locations. And then with link building, making sure that when you're getting some of these endorsements, that a few of these endorsements are also coming from businesses and friends in the same zip code, the same city um, as you, so that Google can connect that. You're not just getting an endorsement, but you're getting a local endorsement. So once you've had kind of all of these other factors, then we can look into local as its own. Those three items come together plus all of the, the little factors and the little optimization tricks that we're gonna talk about today. Before we talk about that, just really quickly wanted to go through um, a little bit more in detail about Google's algorithmic updates. Uh, I mentioned this a bit ago, but what we've seen in the last year is a ridiculously bed up trend of constant updates. So starting back last August um, in 2018, we saw one of the largest updates in history, which actually had an update to the Quality Raiders Guide. Um, and the Quality Raiders Guide, for those of you who don't know, is literally the Bible of SEO. It tells you exactly what you need to know about the four fundamentals, and here's how you're supposed to do SEO. If you have time to read it and do everything, then you can, you know, you can rank your site. Um, but what we noticed was that that quality raters guide wasn't changed often because it would have to be something very big that was changed in the way that Google was taking in its data for there to be a change. And that biggest change happened to be about content. Google started saying, hey, we're looking at content much more seriously, and we are going to be helping and lifting up, increasing the rankings of the businesses and the websites that are giving good quality content based on X, Y, and Z. And those other websites that are giving qual content that is not quality or content when they're not actually an authority to be giving that content, we're gonna knock you down a page or we're gonna knock you down a bit in the rankings because we wanna make sure that our searchers are getting correct information from the right source. So from August, then we saw some other updates come happen in October, in November. Um, in the spring of this year, there was a lot of traction. One of the biggest was in April, which had to do with Google My Business shared offices. And we're gonna go more into detail in that in this presentation. Um, but what we saw in April was a small update, but kind of a secretive update where we started to see that people who were using Regis's, WeWorks, or executive office spaces trying to game the system in order to get additional office locations and spread their geography 
um, in terms of SEO, were starting to be suspended. And it only happened to a few. So what we saw was Google was testing out a little bit of the bot to see if it could pick up certain items. Um, fast forward to June, and we saw one of the first times ever that Google was being transparent and said, hey guys, we're going to have a broad core algorithmic update happen. Uh, what that means is that there's going to be a big change in the bot that it's going to affect a number of things. It's not very specific, but we're giving you a heads up. And this was a big deal to SEO folks because in the past, we had never known when this would happen. We would just see huge swings in rankings or we'd see crazy traffic issues or drops or maybe even um, increases in your traffic and we would have to say, oh no, Google did something and let's go figure out what it did. Right, so the fact that they were announcing made us know that they were gonna start announcing this in the future. Um, and that was a big deal because they had been testing and measuring a lot since last August, 2018. Um, in June, right after that announcement, we saw the real hit on the GMB shared offices. So what we had seen in April, where some offices were being suspended, was them testing their bot. And in June, they let the bot loose. And so anything that showed as an executive office space, as a WeWorks or a Regis, it basically taught the bot where all of those offices were located. And if your Google My Business had an address that matched one of those offices, your Google My Business was suspended. We saw so many businesses get suspended during this time in June that when you try to appeal because the bot went wild and actually started suspending people that were real, right? Maybe you were just renting a space in a building that was labeled executive office, but it was your actual primary office. You got suspended too in this wide sweep. So Google said, oh no, we need to dial it back. And in the meantime, while everyone was appealing, Google was inundated with these appeals, which then caused Google to actually have to put up a notice that said, hey guys, we're sorry. Um, you know, we, we went too wide and far with this and we're, we're not getting back to people for two weeks. And so folks were, you know, sitting there without their Google My Business being live for two weeks, which as you know, can be a big deal where you're getting a lot of leads from your local SEO and your Google My Business. Um, so a lot of what we do and a lot of what I'm going to try to teach you today is to stay ahead of the game and to make sure you're doing everything properly, right? There's no, there's no gain from long-term at least from trying to game the system. Now, if you're doing something wrong, you're going to be caught. And what we've learned is that Google is getting faster and smarter with its updates. And so there's really just no reason to try to do anything sneaky. Uh, so from there, September, we had another big, broad core algorithmic update. And as, as, we, as we suspected, it was announced again. So now we're starting to know when these broad core um, updates are coming out. And then the thing that we were also thinking is, well, with all of these updates coming out, there is going to be a point where we get just a local update. Now, Google is telling us when the broad core across all the fundamentals updates are happening, but they are not telling us when they're making a tweak to just something, to just one aspect of SEO. So in October was not announced, um, but we did see kind of a huge swing in Google rankings in the three pack. 
a lot of people who had been number one were now number six and people who were number 10 are now in the local three pack in the top three. Um, and so that is still something that is being looked at by a number of SEO experts. And so that's something to keep your eye on. Um, if you've had some issues lately, it may not be that your SEO company has done anything. It's just that there is this new update and something was triggered by the bot. But with that in mind, you know, the biggest thing here to understand is that we want to do things properly, that Google is always changing. And one of the most rapid changes we're seeing is in local because Google owns its Google My Business. It can absolutely say, hey, do this. Hey, do that. Um, we want more interaction on our platform. So as we get into local search from here, um, we're going to start with the very, very, very easy, simple stuff. Your Google My Business is, as you can see here, um, it can be found when you look up your brand. So if you were to look up your firm name and your city, and some of you might pause right now to do that um, in a Google search, you will see your Google My Business profile, sometimes called a knowledge card or a knowledge panel, will show up on the right hand side. If you're not able to find it with a simple search of your brand or your brand plus your city, that just means your Google My Business doesn't have a lot of juice yet. It's not very filled out. You probably need to do a little bit of work on it, but you can also find it by putting in your actual address. So the full address in the Google search, hit enter, you should show up on the right-hand side. Um, now this, this knowledge panel is, your, is the heart of how Google understands who you are. Um, so anything that you're telling it here, anything that consumers are saying in your reviews or in your questions and answers session, or if they're engaging with your posts that you're putting up weekly, uh, those are ways for Google to understand more about you and about your business and then to translate to the website that is connected here. So you'll see right under Price Benowitz LLP, the name of your business, there are three little buttons there, one being website. So any, any juice that is attributed to this Google My Business is also attributed to the website that is connected to it. Um, and that's how it all kind of links up. But what you wanna do is make sure that you are absolutely updating this as much as possible. Now, when it comes to organic search, which are kind of the other four, fun, the three month fundamentals that I talked about earlier versus local search, Organic search is to get you in that top 10 on page one, right? In the top 10, things that are gonna matter are link signals, so building links, generally endorsements from websites, national websites, on-page and technical signals, meaning content and all of your um, behind the scenes items that we talked about. And then behavioral signals are simply, you know, traffic, how many people are actually, um, coming to your website and how many people are staying on your website for X amount of time, um, how many people are bouncing, all those behavioral signals that the bot is able to pick up on. That's it for this week's episode of Profit With Law. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with at least one person. Imagine how many lives we can change if we each shared this episode. Another way to share the episode is on social media. We appreciate your support and look forward to you joining us again next week.